You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 190, Five Elements and Your Face. Welcome to episode 190 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online, we teach a Feng Shui certification program, and we also have a super fabulous newsletter you could sign up for. Just visit us at mindfuldesignschool.com. We have special offers and workshops and calls and challenges and all this fun stuff only for our newsletter subscribers. So be sure to visit mindfuldesignschool.com. You can scroll to the bottom and sign up for our mailing list, or you can look in the show notes where we have a link to sign up for our mailing list and then make sure you're getting the emails to check your spam. So we have a lot going on this week. Mm -hmm. We're ramping back up into September, into the metal month and metal season. And so this episode, we thought we would talk about the five elements and your face. We are going to go over basic face reading with the five elements. So you can start to understand that the five elements are more than just painting your wall red, that there's so much more to it that it can be applied to someone's face, someone's personal chi. And also this is a whole modality in itself. One of our good friends, Tamsin Lee, Laura was recently on her podcast. She offers whole consultations reviewing your face based on the East Asian system of face reading. And face reading is one of the many branches within East Asian medicine that people in China traditionally use to evaluate your health and to promote positive qi. So feng shui is one of them, qigong is another, acupuncture, herbs, your nutrition, face reading, and so on. So it's a very established and ancient practice. And we just want to let you know, we're really just going over the very superficial basics of this. And we learned this from our teacher, Rosalie Principali, who is one of our principal mentors, principal feng shui mentors. And then Laura also studied with another teacher as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's something that we have integrated. You can integrate it into your feng shui practice, but it's something that is usually quite specialized and you usually, you know, really focus on that as a modality. But what it helps with, I think when you sort of even just dip your toe in understanding it is it really shows you how versatile and how deep the five elements run through these practices, right? It runs through all of those arts, the five arts. And it's actually a really good way to start to be able to interact with clients as well and gain a little bit more understanding. But face reading is all about gaining awareness for your client and letting them understand that certain facial features are connected to certain things in their life, things that happen, their energy, the type of energy, the, the way they conduct themselves. But we don't want to generalize. You need to practice this pretty deeply to be able to do this as a one-off, you know, to, if you're going to do this for somebody, it's a pretty deep practice because you don't want to generalize. You don't want to pigeonhole people. And you have to understand there's many, many factors and layers. Like, really everything from looking at the words that someone says, how they walk, 
what they wear, as well as their face when you're reading someone's chi, personal chi like that. And it's something that, you know, as with our students, we try to start to get them to understand this a little bit because it can actually help when you're conducting a consultation to really start to understand what somebody's energy is like. And that said, since we're talking to our podcast listeners and not necessarily our students, we're not suggesting that you get a client and do this. We're not <laughs> suggesting that you do this for anyone else. That was a PS for people who do study with us. But like, mm -hmm. if you're just a newbie listener or a listener or a dabbler, this is a, just an FYI, I think. And we want you to understand that like feng shui and Asian, East Asian medicine and the five elements go deeper and you can use this to learn about yourself, but I wouldn't apply it to anyone else. No, but what we're going to do today is we're going to go through features that are associated with different elements. And we're going to talk about, we want you to sort of think about this in your own personal life. Hey, what, what would I like more of right now in my life? What do I want to accentuate? What kind of energy am I feeling that I want to bring to the surface? And so what that's, that's how we're going to use this. So we're going to go through each of the five elements we're going to keep it really simple and fun and the first one we're going to start with is water so what i'm going to tell you is we're going to talk about the features that are associated with your face and the, with the elements so for instance for water the features associated with water are your ears your forehead the chin and the the philtrum which is the philtrum is the divot under your nose and above your lips so if someone has very pronounced philtrum, like it's quite deep, that means that they have some water chi in them. If they have, you know, the ears are something that you notice. So something I, I would say is that, you know, we would look for a dominant feature, but how we're going to look at this today is we're going to say, let's forget about what you look like and what you have dominating. And instead, why don't you think about it a little bit more about the energy? So for instance, the energy of water is very deep, very dark, very mysterious. It has a real wisdom to it, a knowing to it. So there's a power hidden like under a seed in the earth in winter time. So water people are, they have that kind of wisdom and that mysterious sage-like quality. They're also quite artistic and creative. So let's, you know, maybe this is an energy that is something that resonates with you you know, like, yeah, I'm feeling this, or I feel like I'd like to cultivate more of this, you know, you can start to look at your face and do a couple of really simple things to open up those parts of your face. So for instance, an idea would be to, to show your forehead. So sometimes if you have a particular hairstyle that blocks your forehead or really comes down low, people can't see your forehead. And that forehead is really, it's, it's connected with water chi and also with wisdom. And certain ways, certain foreheads, depending on how they're they're shaped, are really are about intuitive, right? You, you have the ability to be quite intuitive. So, you know, pull your hair back off your face. Let your forehead, you know, shine, if you will. <laughs> the other thing could be to focus on the ears, because, right, we said the ears was another feature of water. So you could bring focus to your ears. You could wear earrings. You could, you know, be intentional about that. This is sort of a way for you to say, okay, I understand that certain features on my face are connected with each of the five elements. And so that's water. So water, again, wisdom, depth, creativity, intuitiveness, mystery, that's all there. Okay, so we're going to do wood next, and then I'm going to get Angie to describe the energy of wood. But before we get there, the features for wood are eyebrow. So the whole brow line 
and the jawline are wood features. By the way, there's lots of other wood type features and wood signifiers, but we're not going to get into them. We're really just keeping it super simple. So those two, you know, where your eyebrows are between the eyebrows and the jawline. And so the energy of wood, Angie, how would you describe that? So the energy of wood is like a tree. So if you think about a tree, it could be very robust. You could even think about a huge redwood tree. So it has a lot of force. Not only is it pushing upward towards the sky with a large canopy, a tree also has a root system that is typically equal the size of its canopy that pushes down into the earth. So it's a very well-grounded, forceful, dynamic energy because not only can it push up through the sky and defy gravity in a sense, it also pushes through the hardness of the earth. And I'm sure all of you may have seen at some point in your life when walking down a sidewalk, seen the roots of a tree push out that the tree could even overcome the concrete of a sidewalk or like growing up a tree could overcome the concrete of a pool like my parents pool the roots were starting to break through and so wood has also the qualities of being very transformative. They're very transformative in that they can change energy into matter. For instance, with photosynthesis, right? They could take the energy of the sun and, and use it as food. And then it's also this energy of focusing, planning, enthusiasm, pushing forward. It's a lot of movement, just like the springtime, like Laura talked about the seed, the seed pushing out from the soil to reach the light and then the potential of that to grow into a huge redwood tree. Mm -hmm. And wood energy and wood chi is very, it has a lot of force to it. So it's very determined and very action oriented as well. I would say, let's look at this in two different ways. One, if you want to accentuate that and strengthen that kind of drive, you could focus on your eyebrows. So sometimes, you know, there's a desire to pluck eyebrows. I know there was for me, and I think we've talked about this in the past, in the 90s, it was a real thing to pluck your eyebrows. But your eyebrows are really a sense of that wood chi. They're really strong. It represents that drive, that initiative, that entrepreneurial spirit that wood people have. But, you know, the beauty of it is if you could pencil them, them in, you could just let them kind of grow and naturally that would be one thing. But a really simple thing to think about with wood chi is to relax your brow line. So sometimes you get that furrowed brow. And that's, again, a lot of wood energy trying to push through, trying to make something happen. Just relax your forehead or between, you know, take a look, you know, kind of rub between your eyebrows to soften that area. And then really important, again, this is all about balance of energies too, is if your jaw is really tense. So relax your jaw, stretch your jaw, yawn, release that pent up wood chi. So you can see this from two different ways. One, you can see if you're someone that's, you know, you know, really holding a lot of tension in their jaw has a really strong jaw. That's great. They have a lot of like drive. They're going, try to relax that because you want to bring balance. You want to soften. Or the other side is, no, I want to bring more wood chi into my life. Then, you know, maybe fill in those eyebrows, play around with that. Let those eyebrows grow. Let them fill in, get all natural. 
So we'll talk about Fire next. So the features for Fire, it's actually a pretty, pretty fun one, is the eyes. Generally, the eyes are connected with Fire, but hair and particular hair, hair that is noticeable, hair that is extreme or, you know, really, really curly hair. You're like, oh, that's a person's got really, or, or they, or they color their hair a very dramatic way. So, so drama with your hair, I would say like big hair. And then the other thing with fire is dimples. So if you have a dimple in your chin or dimples in your cheeks, that's a very fire feature as well. So Angie, what about the energy of fire? So the energy of fire is very fiery and boisterous and exuberant. There's a lot of peaks and highs. It's very strong. If you imagine fire, if you've been to a campfire or a bonfire, you can't ignore the fact that there's a bonfire there. Not only is it so visible and it's glowing and it has so much light to it and magnetism, it's also something that on a mundane level you need to pay attention to as well. You can't just let the fire die out on its own. It needs a lot of attention, right? And so fire can also contribute to vitality. If you think about fire, it's the color red and the color of blood and that life vitality and also a lot of joy. And, you know, when you were talking about crazy hair, Javier has pretty crazy Javi. hair. Very Javi's got, Javi, Javi does have a lot of fire. He has those pointy little ears, too. Those are very fiery. Yes. <laughs> so if you wanted to accentuate, you wanted to bring more fire chi into your life. And this is the lovely thing about this is that you can choose one day to do fire and the next day to do water, whatever. It's like, you know, just be, do, feel the energy and see what you want to embrace. So it would be to accentuate your eyes would be one easy one. So you could, if you do wear makeup, you could, you know, spend a little more time on your eyes and let everything kind of sit back in the background, you know, mascara, make your eyes look bigger, brighter, sparkling. Sparkling eyes are a very, you know, fiery feature. But the other kind of easy thing to do is if you just want to be more fiery is to make a statement with your hair or your clothing, clothing too, because fire people are, you know, I know that's not the face, but fire people can be stylish or bold or extra way of dressing. So bring a little of that fire statement into your hair or your clothing. Okay, next is earth. So the features associated with earth are the main one is the mouth and lips bridge of the nose as well. But overall, earth has a softness in the features, a fullness in features. But the mouth would be the one that you really want to focus on. And so the energy of earth, Angie, talk a little bit about that. So earth is very stable. It's balanced. And it is firm. It also has this sense of fruition, right? Like, fruit at the point where it's the maximum ripeness it's just one more day and it will be too ripe so there's a lot of heaviness to that and if you think about this word earth you may start to think about how the earth is very maternal like mother earth there is a reason for that, that people say Mother Earth, because it's very much this maternal, mothering, nurturing, caring energy. And there's a lot of comfort, safety and support with Earth. Yeah. If this sounds like energy that you want to embrace today, you know, you could accentuate your mouth, right? 
you could just focus on on your mouth. You could wear lipstick, which is an obvious one. Again, if you are a person that likes to wear makeup, you could even keep it subtle, your lipstick, and just add lip liner and and right up, just to make your lips look a bit fuller and a little bit bigger so that there's more attention drawn to them. Or you could just do like what I do, which is wear chapstick every single day and barely wearing a lipstick and just give them some TLC, you know, just make sure they're not all cracked and dried and they feel supple and full because that's really earth. That's a lot of comfort and nurturing. I mean, think about it, you know, earth people or people that have a lot of earth chi, they are also like givers and caring and, and one of the ways to feed people, right? Like you feed them. And so the mouth is very connected with that. But I would say one last thing is if you don't want to do makeup and you don't do that stuff, then just try giving someone a big smile. Use your mouth for a beautiful thing. Give you know a big smile and speak kind, comforting words, earth words. Okay, so the last one we're going to do is metal. That's the last of the five elements. I would say if I had to pick one, I would say cheekbones and cheeks. But also metal is sort of a very simple, like there's wide spaces between features and they often have their could or there can be an angular or bony nose. So a, a large nose, nose can be connected with metal as well, but it depends on the, you know, the configuration of the nose. But I would say a bony nose, larger nose is more metal. And the cheekbones, especially as well as having lines in your cheeks is a, is a metal quality as well. So the energy of metal, Angie. The energy of metal is contracting. It's moving inward. When you refine metal, it actually you're you're burning out impurities and making it more dense, right? Also, if you think about a sword, it's very dense and it's very rigid. So there's this again this contracting inward moving quality, but also a clarity. If you think about say how it sounds to ring a bell or even like the the meal bell right or if you've been to a sound bath if you've heard a metal bell or a metal singing bowl or even your doorbell kind of has that metal quality although nowadays doorbells are not actually metal bells they used to be so so now modern doorbells kind of mimic that sharpness that sharp sound so it's very clear when you hear a bell, you know, like something, it's a big alert. It's like something's ending. It's a transition. It's very clear. So there's, there's that. And then there's also a sensitivity because metal can very much pick up the temperature of things, right? So if it's hot, it will get hot. If it's cold, it will transmit that cold temperature. So it's very sensitive while at the same time, quite rigid and strong. And also metal can have the energy of being very subtle. And then there's also a coolness to metal. Yeah. So metal, I would say if we're going to talk about maybe something to bring more metal qualities into you that day, like maybe you have to be really on task and you need to get stuff done and you need to stop messing around, then you're going to want to bring in some of that metal energy and I would say one of the things for metal is for your face is less is more. Okay. It's simplify. Just keep a clean face. Just open face is very metal, right? You could also accentuate it, bring in, sorry, by accentuating the cheekbones. So high prominent cheekbones are a very metal is one of the features that you would say somebody has a lot of metal cheek, right? So you could do that as well. 
And then one takeaway overall, actually, this would be for all of the elements, because as I said, the nose, which is often when it's the bony kind of longer nose is a very metal feature. People time and time again, and I know I'm absolutely guilty of it, find their nose as their least favorite feature, right? It's what they hate. You know, my nose is too big, da, 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 which I 100% think. And I growing up as a teenager, when your face hasn't grown into your nose, you really grow up <laughs> hating your nose. And that was one thing that our teacher, Rosalie, always taught us is that your nose, because it is in the center of your face, which is the Tai Chi, right? Because again, you can bagua your face. That's a whole other thing. It's the Tai Chi. So it's the center. It's the power. It's that which connects everything. And so if you can learn to love your nose, that's really your power. Really embrace it. Yeah. You know, I also just wanted to review everything that you said for the listeners. And then, and then I'm going to share based on what I need today, what I'm going to do. And I want to hear what you need to do too. But for the listeners, just an overview. So if you want to bring in more water element in general, or at this moment or today, you can work on your face by showing your forehead more, pulling back your hair, or wearing earrings that accentuate your ears. So that's a great way to bring in the energy of water, which is stillness, knowledge, and wisdom. And then for wood element, if you would like to have a little bit more energy, more an energy to start things, push forward, that kind of transformative energy. For me, this is, uh, this is actually what I'm going to do. Relax my jaw and stretch and yawn and release any pent up wood cheat so it can flow better. And I could even draw in my eyebrows. And we also talk about like if you draw on your eyebrows, especially as women, pe men or people will pay more attention to you or, or give you a little bit more authority. Fire, just to summarize what Laura said about fire, that if you would like to bring in more joy and to strengthen your chi and bring in more vitality and exuberance, you can highlight your eyes or make a statement with your hair. Maybe you tease out your hair a little bit more, use some of that a hairspray or you remember when we used to get up in the morning and I would like plug in the curling iron come back like five minutes later curling iron hairspray you back in the day the 80s right so get so get you some 80s hair going mm -hmm, 80s hair <laughs> and then earth if you would like to bring in more stability and more nourishment for yourself and more comfort you can give yourself maybe like a nice like mouth massage or like <laughs> like a lip mask at the very least smile very big and laura said to speak comforting words and then the last but not least is metal so if you need a little bit more precision efficiency get your stuff done today or you just need that more in your life more precision and more assertiveness you can love your nose and you can also work on your cheekbones maybe with bronzer or maybe you put a little bit of, like maybe like tap them a little bit to bring more color right pinch your cheeks like your grandma like dude when you get that little blush cheek 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 yeah, what is it you yeah. said? Pain is or that's is right. pain. <laughs> that's what my grandmother taught me. If you want to be beautiful, it's gotta it's gonna hurt, is what she'd say. Which I don't recommend, by the way. 
Yeah. So, and again, you know, I would say overall with metal is simplify, be really clear, clean. Like I just, what I think of as, and this would be probably what, where I'm right now at with my energy is metal for me would be using my products, like my facial products to like, just make my face just like light up, like just be clear and simple. And I have a lot of different face products I use. And so I, but then I wouldn't put any makeup on. Maybe I would just leave it like that. So working on your natural beauty mm -hmm. and getting in deep with, well, actually your skin isn't, skin is metal too, right? Yeah. It depends different qualities of it, but mm. yes. Yeah. Like the big wide, like features where it's like, oh, it's so smooth. And like, you know what I mean? That kind of like is very well, just metal. Like metal is very smooth, but I think in yeah. general, like all your skin is related, mm -hmm. is related to metal. I mean, we're, we're digressing. Let's, let's wrap this up. So before we wrap this up, actually, if you mm -hmm. want to learn more about face reading, be sure to check out our podcast that we did with Tamsin Lee. She actually practices face reading and uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and you can learn more about that and learn more about her practice. And thank you so much, Laura, for sharing the top line things mm. um, about face reading. I appreciate you taking the time and letting the listeners know the basics about five elements in your face. And we thank you listeners for listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. It makes a huge difference if you subscribe, actually and if you leave reviews. And also please join our mailing list. If you go down to the show notes, there'll be a link to sign up for our newsletter. And we'd love to say hi to you in your inbox every week with our special offers that are only available for newsletter subscribers. Like right now we have a 27 day challenge. So thank you so much. If you'd like to learn more. Just keep listening and tell everyone about our podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.